Welcome to the Betterish Podcast. I'm Angie. And I'm Malin. We can't guarantee this podcast will improve your life, but we hope it will at least make you laugh and think about being better-ish. Happy Monday morning. Thank you for listening to the Betterish Podcast this morning. How's it going, Malin? So good. How are you? I am so great, and I'm overwhelmed with gratitude right now because I was looking on Apple Podcasts on iTunes and so many people have left us such nice reviews and comments or just five-star ratings, which uh, I'm just overwhelmed. And I want to share some of my favorites. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm going to read two of my favorites. And these are the two reviews that I picked to win some betterish swag. So if you go leave us an awesome review that we just fell in love with, then we will send you some betterish swag. All right. This one is from Dolly Severy. I hope I said that right. She said, these gals are so relatable, so much so that you want to go grab coffee with them. It's like listening to your friends chatting about real life subjects. Thanks for helping make me, thanks for helping me be better-ish. Guys, that was like the whole point. We were like, we just want to talk. Like, we want people to feel like they're in the room with us. So she, that review meant a lot to us because that's really what we were going for. Okay, this one is from Mama Life For Me. She said, I've been following Malin for a few years now on Instagram and I was so excited when she announced she was creating a podcast with her friend. The first episode was fantastic. Jealousy, the ugly green elephant in the room. (laughs) I appreciate, this is my favorite part. I appreciate that these fellow pod stars podcast stars similar to rock stars but much cooler much cooler Uh, yeah thank Thank you you. are proposing perfection but suggesting that we just strive for performance for better performance in our roles as moms wives and women looking forward to many more episodes and all the beautiful universe vibes from (gasps) these pod stars oh my gosh like melt my heart i love it when people mama life for me references email us okay we got some good swag for you Oh, I love that. I have two, too, and I just picked out. This one is, love everything that Angela has to say. I can't wait to see where this podcast is heading. And then this one just came in. Uh, These girls have created something fresh, funny, inspiring, and thought-provoking. Not only did I laugh out loud throughout, I walked away with things to think about and actions to take to put betterish into my own life. Angie! Being called fresh is such a compliment to someone who doesn't (laughs) change her clothes every day. (laughs) I really appreciate that. They think I've created something fresh. You have, Angie. That's really funny. I just posted on my Instagram stories this morning about how I'm wearing the same thing today that I wore yesterday. So well, you're not, you know what? You're not Nobody alone. can see you when you're making a podcast. So right, we don't have to change our clothes, but we are fresh. We sound fresh, <laughs> even if we're not physically fresh. Okay, gross. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Um, but Angie, for reals, I was thinking this morning, just from the few episodes that we have recorded, I have really found myself being betterish. For reals, like things happen in my life and I'm like, I can freak out right now or I can just like take a step back and reassess and it's really helping. Thanks for, this is like therapy. Thanks for talking through all my problems with me. Yes, thank you. I feel the same way. Like I feel a responsibility to be better-ish. Like I can't get on this podcast and tell other people to be better-ish if I'm not striving to be better-ish. So I feel like a responsibility to be better-ish because of this podcast. So it's become such a good, and that was part of the thing too. I wanted to do a podcast that it would actually improve my own life, even if no one listened to it. So (laughs) I'm, I feel so fulfilled so far with only two episodes out. Aw, yay. Well, good. I'm so glad. I'm so happy, too. And we have a good one today, Angie. Would you like to reveal our topic of choice? Yeah, today we're talking about priorities and boundaries because we realize they go hand in hand, but how to set boundaries in order to better prioritize our lives. Yeah, so this came about the other day because Angie and I have a Marco Polo conversation going, and we were Marco Poloing like early in the morning and 
Did you, Angie, you were like doing dishes or something, and you're like, no, I wasn't yet. Okay, (laughs) tell tell us the problem. (laughs) The problem was I was in my kitchen, like getting stuff ready, and I realized you can see each other on Marco Polo, and so I was like, Malin. I just have to confess something, and I showed her my kitchen, and I hate doing the dishes, and my husband doesn't love doing the dishes. I'm not even, exa- I will send, I will share a screenshot from this Marco Polo to show you the state of my kitchen. This is very vulnerable for me, but that's why I said to Melin, I'm going to reveal something to you. I neglect my kitchen so hard. I'm not just talking about like the sink full of dishes, like the counters next to the sink. It is gross, and it smelled like it was in a state of disarray. <laughs> But, and then I started making all the excuses. Well, we don't always like clean, like as soon as we're done eating, we want to go outside while we have sunshine and we, my kids don't know to like clean up their, like clear the table for themselves after they eat. And I was just making all of these excuses. And then Malin shared, what did you share? Your, your lack uh, of- Like my thing, like I, I'm good at my kitchen. I don't know why that's just something like, I think it's just a pet peeve having like dishes around. So I just always do the dishes. That's not my thing. My thing is the bathrooms. I- don't mind like a messy countertop it just doesn't bug me until it's like beyond and people are coming over and I'm like oh shoot if anyone sees this they will judge me so hard so yeah mine's definitely the bathroom yeah and then and then we got this idea like and I said well I want a clean kitchen like because Malin said I just feel better when my kitchen is clean and if you follow Malin on Instagram you'll see she has a beautiful kitchen that she does keep clean and that's just a priority I try really hard and you do it's beautiful and I'm I want that but I guess not as much as I want other things but and that's okay. And that kind of spurred this whole conversation about priorities. Like, well, it, it it's not sanitary. It's not okay. <laughs> it's really not okay. And so I talked about, Malin, I had this idea. And we're going to share more about this idea at the end because we think it's a really good idea. And if no one else says it, we will. But I said, Malin, what if we are priority partners and I will clean my kitchen right now and you will clean your bathroom and then we'll check in with each other. And then we thought about making it sweeter by adding some like incentives in there. Incentives. Anyway, we'll, we'll share more about that at the end, but we think it's a really good way. And it's actually helped us since we had this idea to, I've kept my kitchen clean. So good job, Angie. we're going to share about that at the end, but let's talk more about priorities, like the everyday things like keeping your kitchen clean, maybe some positive ones, maybe some heavier ones. We're going to talk about priorities in your life, how to prioritize things that you've otherwise neglected, but you want to prioritize, and then also how to set boundaries in order to bring those priorities into the light. Perfect. I think we should start with Stephen Covey's quote from the Seven Habits book, and he says, most of us spend too much time on what's urgent and not enough time on what's important. That's from the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is a classic. If you haven't read it, go borrow it from your library. Unfortunately, that quote was right. Like we spend a lot of time (laughs) on things that are urgent, that have immediate consequences, but not necessarily on things that are important and are like, and are going to bring about long lasting positive benefits. Right. I think too, I, priorities can change a lot. I don't know. I have this thing, you know, that quote that's like, uh you can tell what someone's priorities are and if you're not a priority like you're not important i don't you know you don't have to i know say, you're like the yeah. quote i get the sentiment and i hate that quote though i hate it because my priorities change from day to day and something that's urgent like i'm trying to think of a good example let me just brainstorm for a second but i don't know i feel like i might hurt somebody's feelings if i don't do something right when they want me to do it but it's not because it's not important to me it's just that i have other things that are urgent that need to come before that and sometimes those things can be neglected for a month or two but I that doesn't necessarily discount the importance the importance of something it's just we're all busy we all have stuff going on and I think you can't neglect the urgent things you still have to do those things and we need like that doesn't mean that other things in my life aren't important I think we just have to be a little bit 
uh, easy on ourselves because no one's life is perfect. No one has a perfectly balanced life. And I don't believe that a perfectly balanced life exists. People say like, you can have it all, but I honestly don't believe that you can. Like, I totally agree. I don't mean that in like a negative, like (laughs) you can't do this. (laughs) Because you can. Right? You, You can do this, but you can't have everything all the time and everything to be perfect. It just, it can't happen. You have to give and take and and setting priorities, but I also feel like setting boundaries is what can help you maintain your priorities, right? Yeah. The point is just to free up your time. It's just to be better-ish. For example, my neglect of the dishes meant that that morning, I literally spent two hours cleaning my kitchen, and I got to the point where I was like, I could hire someone to do this because this is prime good thinking time for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fresh in the morning and I'm create my creative juices are going. That's the time when I want to work. But I spent two hours doing dishes. And in my mind, I was like, I should just hire help. But then I was like, it's not worth it. I can do this by myself. And if I just maintain it every day, it won't take that long. And then I'll have time for other stuff. So the whole point is freeing up that time so you have more control of your life. The, the neglected kitchen isn't controlling me. I'm controlling the neglected <laughs> kitchen. That's the point. And your life will be better-ish if you if maintenance becomes normal. If you just do a little every day, you'll have more free time for the things that make you happy and are making your life better-ish. So anyway, I like – Malin had a really good point about boundaries. Take it yeah. away. So my sister, Kaylee, she's my younger sister. She is like – she has the most integrity of anyone I've ever met. She's the most like put-together person that I know. And it's because she sets these boundaries in her life. And I don't know why that never occurred to me. And then like a year ago, she told me about it. I'm like, why have I never done this? And I'm like 30, 31. I forgot how old I am. Anyways, like Kaylee doesn't tolerate anything that's not within her boundaries. Like she doesn't tolerate it from herself or from other people. And if she says she's going to do something, she does it. And she will put everything else on the back burner to like do the things that she wants to do. And I'm always impressed with her. Like when she comes to visit me, she's like, this is what I want to do today, this, 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 and this. She always does what she says she's gonna do. And I myself am more of like a frivolous, like scattered person where I have fear of missing out. I like, my priorities can change really fast if something's going on. I'm like, I have to do that. And then I have to do that and I have to do that. And then I neglect my bathrooms and don't, clean the bathrooms or neglect relationships or neglect like other things or my errands that I am supposed to run um but and then also too though I don't like to let people down and so if something's not within the boundaries that I find acceptable sometimes I'm willing to like push my boundaries and change them because I don't like to make people uncomfortable but then I also don't like to disappoint myself and so I just I don't know I feel like I constantly struggle with just trying to be stable (laughs) yeah do you know what i'm saying but But everyone is like yeah same because yeah anything could pop up during your day and it sounds more fun or that person's really excited about it and you don't want to let them down but that means whatever you were prioritizing trying to do in the moment gets neglected so that's where that boundary is important and you you brought up a really good quote in our outline we've tried to outline our episodes but we always go off the rails a little bit because like like she said we're, yeah, we're no trying to we're be at. stable yeah it's fine <laughs> we're just we just wing it but but you wrote this quote priorities aren't what we say they are they're what we do and that was i, I found mean, that yeah. on pinterest yeah okay well thank you pinterest because exactly i can say that something's important all day long but unless i actually do it it's just sound coming out of my body like it's not important <laughs> to me and so I was thinking about how I set boundaries. So let's get into something you can take away, something you can do. 
-hmm. and that you know what they say about goals it's not a goal until you like until you write it down it's just a wish or it's just a dream like you have to write it down I think that's the same way with your priorities and your boundaries you can say this is a priority you can say oh well that's a boundary that I put into place but is it are you willing to break it if something better comes along so write it down and here's the phrases that I use to set boundaries and we're going to um, put a printable, a shareable on Instagram, and you can take a screenshot and fill this out. You can print it off, whatever, and fill it out with things you want to prioritize and the boundaries that you want to put in place. So, and I'll give you some examples. So the phrase is, I won't blank until blank. So some examples are, I won't cook until the kitchen is clean. So the priority, the priority is cleaning, right? Um, or the, or the priority is cooking and the boundary is it has to be clean or I won't work like we work from home. I won't work until I've spent quality time with my family. I'm, if it's parenting, a parenting goal, for example, I want to be better at following through like with the threats that I give to my kids because they're starting to walk all over me. So I won't (laughs) give in until I have followed through. I won't give them what they want until I followed through that consequence. Like I'm not going to turn on the TV until they've done what I want them to do, even though it's really easy to just turn on the TV. Right? I won't. That's And if I write it down, I'm more likely to stick with it. I won't discuss this issue with my husband until we're calm. So that's one of them. I won't blank until blank. I like you can, that. And then the other one is I won't blank if blank. So one of it is it's something that needs to be met and something that the if part is something that needs to go away. So some example is I won't argue or discuss if there's yelling. I won't create here's the we shared this in the jealousy one if you're battling jealousy i won't consume until i've created so use that phrase and write it down get a piece of paper and write i won't blank until blank i won't blank if blank and start filling it in and that's how you're going to set boundaries around the things that you want to prioritize and protect your priorities exactly and it can be anything like anything from like i use just cleaning is the first thing that comes to my mind, but it can be with relationships, with self-care, with anything. And I think that we should talk about like some examples in our own life about okay. like, Angie, do you have like positive and negative um, priority experiences? Melin, can you hear my dog barking? A little bit. Go- no, get in here. Come on. Do you hear what? what's happening right now? Hey. Angie's bringing no, her dog in to help be her there. podcast no, partner. Come here. Come here. <laughs> you just lay down right there. There's a couple here's a treat because you're good. Okay. You are so funny. He kept running away from me and down the stairs. And he needs to stay in this room to be quiet. Shoot, let me think. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm frazzled. Here, let's start start over and I'll I'll share an example first. Okay, you share first. When I was thinking of negative consequences from lack of priorities, the first thing that popped into my head was college. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. uh, so when I was in... Uh, when I was growing up in Lewiston in high school, I worked at a restaurant. And then when I went to college, I just transferred to work at the same restaurant in our college town. And I showed up to work on the first day and it was nothing like the restaurant I'd worked at before. Like the food was different. The layout was different. The registers were different. And I had no idea what I was doing. They handed me a uniform and they were like, work. And then I said, well, what's my shift going to be? Like I, I showed up and I was like, what time do I get off? And they're like, oh, we don't set times for you to get off. You just work until we don't need you anymore. And here I am, like, first week of college. Yeah, right? First week of college. And I was like, this just isn't going to work for me. And so I worked that shift. And then I quit because I just couldn't live my life like that. And plus, too, it was like, I didn't know what I was doing and no one was helping me. So I quit my job. So then I (laughs) had no money. So I had to take out more student loans. And I lived off of student loans for a while. And I didn't tell my family that I quit my job. I was just having – I was having the best time. Um – but 
eventually it came to the point where I was off for the next semester and I told my parents that I didn't have a job and they were like, Melan, you have to come home if you don't have a job. And it was like right before Mike and I got engaged, like our relationship was going really great. And I knew that if I went home, like that couldn't be maintained. And so I went out and I found a job right away, like the same day. I was like, okay, I can do that. So that was just, there are negative consequences from not having those priorities straight. I needed money. I didn't work. I got into debt. I just, I mean, I didn't finish college. I just, I had so much fun. College, it was all about just like socializing for me. So that was a negative uh, priority example. Do you have a negative one in your life? Yeah, but this is a little bit embarrassing. (laughs) But I think a lot of people will be able to relate. So about six years ago, I had my gallbladder removed. I had gallstones, and the doctor said that's common during pregnancy to get gallstones, and I needed my gallbladder removed. And the way I understood it, your gallbladder's function is to produce bile. And bile is what breaks down fat so that you can digest it easy or and without that you're the fat if you eat lots of fatty foods um, they can run right through you because there's not bile to emulsify them and break them down so I was told I may need to adjust my diet and cut down on fatty foods and that lasted like a day until I drove past (laughs) McDonald's and was like oh I need some McDonald's fries but then the consequence was imminent I needed to go to the bathroom really bad Um, the doctor wasn't lying as it turns out Fatty foods, it was a different experience now, eating fatty foods. But this was a, (laughs) but this started having a really bad effect on my life because I was so used to stopping by McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or whatever on my way to somewhere. But the negative effects would take place pretty quickly. (laughs) And then I would be like rushing. I need to get home. I was snappy with my kids shopping, like, knock it off. Mommy needs to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Or if I was going to like some social event, I would just be, I'd be, standoffish because all I could think about was like my stomach's upset I need to go to the bathroom when are we going home I didn't want to interact with people like it was bad like this is this negatively impacted my life yeah I probably should have just changed my diet but also no I couldn't so I I couldn't I wasn't I'm not willing to yeah like I'm just gonna be honest I'm not willing to stop eating McDonald's fries so I (laughs) I had to put up that boundary I guess I adjusted it a little bit that I won't eat fast food. I won't eat fatty food <laughs> if I have somewhere to be. I can't. I can't stop by anymore on my way to places. It needs to be on the way home. And that sounds, I know this no, is I little, love it. I love this it. embarrassing, but it really did. It made, I can stay at Target way longer. I can go to social events and stay there way longer and not worry about like be, having an upset stomach and being sick. So that's my your priority. very is. vulnerable. No, you know what, Angie? We all have bathroom things. Would you like me to share an embarrassing story for myself? And that so might much. help everyone feel better. This is, I've never told anyone this before, but it popped into my head when you told me this. Like, I don't think Mike and I were even married yet. I think we were dating, and someone gave us a gift card to a really fancy restaurant in Idaho Falls. And we went to have dinner, and I'd never been to a super fancy restaurant before. And they brought out this appetizer, and like, I didn't know what it was. And there were like random, like, things that I wasn't sure if you were supposed to eat or not. <laughs> But I ate them because they, I just, I didn't know. And so we like leave and like five minutes into our drive. So like the drive from Idaho Falls to Rexburg where we were living is like 30 minutes. And so as we start driving back, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't think that stuff was edible. (laughs) Other tables are like, why is she eating that? I know. Every time the the waiter came, I'd stop eating so he wouldn't judge me. (laughs) 
Yeah, he saw the bite marks and the, the, the spoon. <laughs> was it me? I can't stop laughing. And anyway, so here I am trying to impress my fiance. But I just ate something that wasn't edible. And I was like, Mike, we have to stop at a restroom. But I was like, this is going to be so bad. I cannot go to a public restroom. I'm like, find me an outhouse. Did you actually <laughs> tell him to find you an outhouse? <laughs> yeah, and he did. He drove oh, me. I... Oh, my gosh. And find so... me an outhouse. <laughs> that was such a nice dinner. Find me an outhouse. I'm so classy. <laughs> That's that is a, an amazing story. That's a true story that happened in my life. I've never. But told you guys that ended people. up. You ended up getting married. So We're married it's now, fine. and we don't go to fancy restaurants anymore. <laughs> okay. I read menus before I go to restaurants. If someone's like, "Hey, we should go out. This restaurant was so good," I'll be like, "Yeah, sounds good," and then immediately look at the menu, and then that's I'll Google idea. things I don't know what they are, and then I'll show up and I'll act like, "Oh, I want to order the blah blah blah," and they'll be, and then they'll be like, "Ooh, what's that?" But like, you don't know what that is, and I have I googled it like half hour before. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> Good idea. I didn't know either. Oh I just my don't want to look stupid. Just that's why, like, I yeah, I'll just never go to a fancy restaurant. I don't like fancy restaurants. Oh my gosh! Actually, okay, no wait. Okay, I those were really stories. good examples of negative consequences when our priorities were out of whack Let's and how we kind of about- had to line those up, set some boundaries <laughs> to get things straightened up. <laughs> Let's talk about positive experiences, setting priorities, and having success in our lives. I have a good one. When okay. I was, um, this was when. Okay, first, I just want to state that I am in a phase in my life where my kids are all pretty self-sufficient, but it hasn't always been that way. I was losing my marbles when I was a first-time mom and then when I had, like, little toddlers. And I understand it's so hard to clean the house, to keep it clean, to take care of ourselves as moms, to just all the things that moms with, like, multiple small children have to do. It's exhausting. Like, been there, done that. You too, Angie. Like, it's... Uh It's rough, but I remember one time being so frazzled at the state of my house. Mike was in college. Like, we were both so busy. I'd, it was probably the night we'd come home from – no, we weren't married yet, so it wasn't the restaurant night. <laughs> I was frazzled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was frazzled in my life, and I found this article online about helping you clean, and this mom was saying that she doesn't go from one room to another in her house without picking up something that doesn't belong where she's at and taking it to where it needs to go. And – at first I was like that's exhausting but then I just started doing that like I remember we'd had this little tiny living room with um in the front of the house and if there was like a cup or something every time I'd get up and like go to the kitchen I'd pick up that cup and take it with me and living my life like that like how often do we walk past things in our house and we're like I'll get that later like or sometimes I just leave things too to see if my kids will pick it up and there'll be like a hanger on the stairs for a month and I'm like how did no like no one thought this was a good idea to pick this up I was I like test everybody and then no one knows what I'm doing so no one cares and then I'm just mad at myself (laughs) for like not picking it up failed experiment four weeks before um so I I like doing that that's a good um thing and then also I try really hard to prioritize reading with my kids because that's always everyone's homework it's so important books are magic I feel and like unlock all the doors to life and so we make that a priority every night and it's hard when they first start learning to read too because it takes like 20 minutes to read like a sentence in the world I'm like that says that it's I know (laughs) sound it out t-h-a-t that come on oh my gosh but that's um, one of the most grueling tasks that takes nothing tests your patience more than helping a kid learn to read oh my gosh or potty train potty training and reading oh good heavens I know 
the other one that I had that I could think about was just running a business back. I know like a lot of moms run businesses. Angie runs a business right now. I used to run a business and I just remember you have to prioritize. Like people are paying you money for a service or a product and you can't neglect that. But then you also can't neglect your family and your reading time with your children or, and all those like cleaning your kitchen, all the things that are important. So just trying to find the happy space. But like I said, again, like you can't have balance all the time. So just uh, analyzing the situa- situation on a day-to-day basis and seeing like, what can I do today? What needs to be done? What can I put off until tomorrow? And figuring that all out. But that, that taught me a lot. Having the responsibility of running a business while also like ma- managing a family helped me really learn about priorities and boundaries and setting things up the way that they needed to be so that I could be successful on multiple fronts. That's so true. And I feel like one of the priorities slash goals I set with my business was to keep building up my YouTube channel. And I was getting stuck and I talked to someone else who has a successful YouTube channel and she was like, consistency really is key. You need to constantly be, I know it's discouraging because you don't see immediate effects, but you need to be posting and creating content consistently, like a video a week. You need to be consistent and that will pay off. And that's really hard at first, but I feel like that's true across the board. Consistency pays off with keeping my kitchen clean because then it becomes, it runs itself. It's it's automatic. I clean up after this and it, I'm not spending so much time on it. And that was true for YouTube. Eventually, it took months, but eventually it did scale to the point where I started making monthly money from Google. It was awesome. Consistency pays off. Every other priority is kind of the same way. You have to be consistent, but it doesn't always mean immediate results, but consistency really does pay off. So one more priority that a lot of people can probably relate to are relationships because especially later in life when you become adults and you start to think for yourself and maybe don't agree with people, like I'll just say it, your parents. (laughs) One of the topics that comes up a lot when I'm at my parents' house is politics. And as I've become a free thinking adult, I don't, my parents and I don't share all of the same political views. And I don't bring up politics a lot around people or family members, but my dad does like to talk politics and because I don't agree with him, and he's a fiery individual, much like myself, that's a boundary I had to set really fast in order to preserve that relationship because he and I are so much alike that we butt heads. So that's, I go back to that statement. I will not talk to my dad if politics gets brought up. I will leave the room. But it's because I prioritize that relationship. I love my dad. It has nothing to do with his political views. And he loves me. And that has nothing to do with my political views. Even if I'm right, and I know I'm right, and I Mm -hmm. just want to get my point across... Being right is not important. My dad is important. That relationship is what's important. So that boundary is there because I want that relationship. And that's why I think it's important to define it. My priority is not being right and getting my point across. My priority is my relationship. With, and even on Facebook, <laughs> I've made these mental boundaries. Like I, I, I will discuss politics sometimes on Facebook only with certain people. And I literally have a blacklist. Like if I post something <laughs> and like... I will not engage if blank starts commenting. Like, there's no point. You know, there are some people, like my little brother, he is so fun to discuss politics with because he's really smart and he's tactful and he stops and he thinks and he gives very good responses, even when we don't agree. Mm -hmm. But there are some people that I will not engage with. So I think that's another important uh, place to place boundaries with people mm-hmm. is topics you'll discuss and people who are blacklisted from those topics <laughs> especially a- people you want to maintain relationships with like blacklist some topics 
or blacklist people <laughs> from enga- you know engagement in those topics. You bring up a really good point though because I mean, we can't please everybody and I mean, we with now with social media, anything that you post, someone's going to have beef with. Like so yeah. I think it's important to like yeah, ha- set your boundaries, but then also just recognize that you can't please everyone. Sometimes when I post something, I get nervous that it's going to really offend people or someone's going to fight back with me. But then I'm like, I just, I'm I'm living my life and I'm not in charge of how other people feel about things or react to things. And I don't always have to be right. I can post something that maybe other people don't agree with, but I don't need to spend my day fighting my points with them. Like, yeah, I know you don't what have I have to d- explain or defend yourself. Yeah. Like, I know what I believe and what I think is right and what I want to do with my life. And I don't need to spend, waste my time trying to convince someone that's just, it, like, that's a waste of time. I yeah. Feel. That's important for to set that priority too, like finding, being authentic. And it's hard because we do want people to like us, but I here's how I explained it to my daughter in kids' terms, but for some reason this really was like, oh yeah, sometimes the way we explain kids things to our kids makes it make sense to me. Because her favorite animal is elephant and her favorite color is pink. And she wasn't getting along with some girl at her table and she really, well, she wanted her to like her. And she started, I don't know, like drawing tigers or something, a different animal she doesn't like in order to get this girl to like her. And I said, but are you even going to be happy if you pretend your favorite animal is tiger and your favorite color isn't pink just so this girl will like you? And I said, because what if you just keep being you loving pink and elephants a little longer by yourself, but then you discover someone else in your class who loves pink and elephants and you're even happier and that's a better friendship Mm -hmm. because it's what you really like. You're not pretending to like something else. You really like that person. I always tell my kids like, be who you are you don't pretend to be anyone else which is harder to do you know but i was like you will if you do that you're gonna open up the door for other kids to like what they want to like openly if people can see oh briley does this oh ellie does that and and she's happy with it then maybe another kid be okay and be doing their thing and i feel like the same is for adults like if i'm open about maybe having to go to an outhouse one time like maybe someone else like (laughs) won't be so embarrassed about their life or like well, look at our Instagram posts about jealousy. We said, this is anonymous. Share what makes you jealous. A few people started messaging us actual, real, vulnerable jealousies. Oh, and super And then the vulnerable. floodgates opened. And you will not believe how many people direct messaged us in mm-hmm. response to your jealousies. And we're like, same. I'm jealous of women who insert jealousy there. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, we're all the same. And yeah. sometimes it just takes one person to be vulnerable to, for other people to feel comfortable speaking up. Yeah. No, totally agree. So lay those priorities. Be genuine when you set out your priorities and you're going to be happier because you're going to find the right people. You're going to be in control of your time instead of letting these other things control you. And that's the that's the whole goal of betterish. Like you want to have a betterish day, you need to be true to yourself. This ties into your happy list so you can get that printable from us. And Melin talked about this on our Ra- Mom Rage episode. Have that list of things that make you actually happy. And as you create boundaries and prioritize your life better you free up time for the things on that happy list your life is betterish because you have more creative space more happy time i love that and angie you'll never believe what i just found what what okay so after this let's talk about the priority partner challenge that we want to okay. do but this just popped up on our instagram you guys okay so you guys know how i feel about the universe and angie entertains me and is so like on board with i agree just with everything that i don't I... just entertain you like Thank she's you. out there she's the universe she's a lining. Like, speaks she's to She's a woman. So we she is. So Angie and I started following this account on our Instagram called Psychic Sisters. I recommend that account to all of you. Guess what they just posted, Angie? What? What? It's this card. It's called the Temperance card. And it says, 
This is real. Okay, it says, This card indicates that you should learn to bring about balance, patience, and moderation no. in your life. You should take the middle road, avoiding extremes, and maintain a sense of no. calm. They just posted that. You're kidding me. I, like, while we're recording this Angie, podcast, yeah. the universe is I good I pulled to up us. my phone to see some of the jealousy responses we were just talking about, and this was the first thing that popped up. Oh, my gosh. Everything about this podcast has been fate. Like, the universe has so perfectly aligned the topics we choose and the content and what we think to sh- And then the psychic sisters being in our life. And then we have the psychic sisters. I know. My, oh, oh, my gosh. This is crazy. Okay. So, yeah, let's end on that note. Uh, okay. Bring about balance, patience, and moderation in your life. Set priorities and boundaries and live your best, betterish life. Oh my gosh, yes. Go follow the Psychic Sisters, everyone. Yes, please. And then Angie, do you want to tell everyone about the Priority Partner Challenge that we're going to be doing this week? Yes, all right. So here is our call to action. Here is what you can leave this podcast and do. And the idea came from my neglected kitchen and Melin's neglected bathrooms. <laughs> I said, Melin, I have a super good idea. What if... You and I become priority partners, and that's a way to hold us accountable. And I said, and so here's how it works. I'm going to take a before picture, and I'm going to send it to Malin. And then when I finish cleaning my kitchen, she's going to Venmo me $5. And then when she cleans her bathroom, I'm going to Venmo her $5. So none of us are actually out any money as long as we do whatever it is we want to do, whatever new habit we want to prioritize. But because that $5 is still cheaper than hiring a housekeeper and I'm still spending less time than if my kitchen was neglected for weeks and I'm spending hours, I'm going to save that money that she Venmo's me and celebrate with it. So we go out once a week, once a month when I've saved a certain amount of money and I'm going to celebrate with my priority partner. Melin, oh my gosh, I just got the best idea. Yeah. I'm going to save that $5 I get and I'm going to buy a plane ticket to come to San Antonio. <gasps> let's save our money and I'll do this, like let's, but that's a great idea. Let's save up our money and have like a betterish weekend. Union. Yes. New, not only am I creating this new habit of maintaining my kitchen so that I free up my time and also have a clean space to cook and prepare things for my family, but I'm working towards this awesome goal of having a betterish weekend with Molin, who lives on the other side of the country. So here's the call to action find a priority partner because we want your life to be betterish, and this is a way to help make your life betterish. We're going to follow up too. Melin and I will follow up with how our priorities are going. And if Melin hasn't been cleaning her bathroom and I've been <laughs> racking up the $5 every day from her, or if it's been breaking even, if we're both doing a good job and we're not losing anything at the end of the day. Yeah. You pick, you don't have to do $5. Like pick the amount that you want to pick, pick the whatever thing you want to do to make your challenge. And yeah. And then all this week, Angie and I are going to be posting on Instagram. We'll, we'll show you all the priority things that we're working on and you guys can prioritize right along with us. That's right. Life will be betterish if we're not weighed down by the things that nag at us. So own them. Perfect. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We truly consider you part of our betterish gang. We would love to hear your thoughts about this week's episode. So email us at betterish.podcast at gmail.com or message and tag us on Instagram at betterish.podcast. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and make it real good because we might just share it here on our next episode. And bonus points if you share the Betterish podcast with all of your friends.